0: everyone and welcome to another Foul Original, with me, Foul Original, let's put myself up on the screen so you can see me, um, here we go, hopefully, can't, can't see me, hopefully now, here we go, hello, hello welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap we- episode, we- episode? episode 155, this is Sunday the 13th of October 2019 and um, tonight we are talking about the the amazing show that I watched this past weekend um, which was NWA Power. I'm going to be talking about why this is what I think is another really good presentation of wrestling and something that you should definitely be checking out. Um, most definitely check out um, NWA Power. It's on YouTube and it's free. And we're going to be talking about it later on. And also, we're going to be talking tonight about, of course, Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, a show for the Saudis, which now includes, well, a lot of MMA stuff. A lot of MMA stuff. We're going to be talking about why the WWE is bringing in boxing and MMA into their product. Why is this? And also on the weekly wrestling recap this week we're going to be talking about crazy freaking news which is just kind of broken taz is going to be commentating on aew's dark their dark match presentation that they put on on the youtubes he's going to be in philly he's going to be there what does this mean for youtube content moving forward in the wrestling fame? This is the Weekly Wrestling Recap episode 155. Thank you very much for joining us on YouTube live on youtube.com and if you're listening on the podcast, then we will be right back with the rest of the show. this is the weekly wrestling recap episode 155 um thank you so much for joining us this weekend this evening thank you brian for joining um power was a definitely a really really feel-good show exactly what you're saying there let's see if we can get the chat coming up and i wanted to say if you want to help support the channel you can do that in many ways you can do that of course by thumbs up in the video it really helps me in the algorithm and you can sub- hit the subscribe and the bell notification to be notified of when I is going live. And if you're listening on the podcast, then please give this five stars on iTunes. Share it about and check out my link tree, linktra.ee uh, slash foul original. But tonight, um, I wanted to talk about, of course, an amazing show that I just watched this week. Um, we're always looking at things that, you know, should should be celebrated. professional wrestling. And I think that this week, this is one of those shows. And as I said, I'm talking about NWA Power. Power. Number one, look at that logo. If you're listening on, um, you can't see it. But number one, I really love the presentation. I really love this retro feel that they have to NWA Power. And Number one, just looking at this kind of traced um, early, um, like late '80s, early '80s kind of thing, which looks kind of like that throwback. Um, I'm just really, really down for it. And power. So power is an an, an hour long presentation presented to you by Billy Corgan from the NWA and Dave Lagana. Every time I see his name, I think lasagna, but that's not a joke. Dave Lagana, you are a good guy, um, and. It's it's an amazing show. It's an amazing show. Um, it just hits all of those nostalgia feels in just the right way. In just the right way. Um, and I wanted to go through the show and kind of give you an idea of what goes down in this one hour. Um, and with that, let's, let's start how I kind of came across this. So a lot of people in the chat were talking about NWA power... Um, earlier on this week, and I was kind of excited to see what it was about. Um, I'm, I'd say, a lapsed fan of the NWA. I watched um, TNA when it was part of NWA TNA. I did see some of the NWA wildside stuff. Obviously, the match are all in for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, that 10 pounds of gold. The match between Cody Rhodes and... Um, Nick Aldis was a great match and as I saw Tim Storms um, have this as I saw people challenge for this as he's going around the world Tim Storm then being picked up by Nick Aldis and this new young reinvigorated NWA I was quite excited to see what power brought to the table now number one a lot of things uh, one thing that people initially and I think instinctively had a problem with what I'd like to talk about is this so people thought that this is probably problematic but Jim Cornette and Joe Galley yes that Jim Cornette is on commentary for NWA power now okay you look at Jim Cornette he doesn't like the internet he's not a big fan of the internet you know what he's like but this whole show felt like a really old school studio show. So having Jim Cornette there, I think, was a really good pick. Um, he wasn't obnoxious on commentary whatsoever. Uh, he, he, he felt right at home. Like, And it felt like he needed to be there. So number one, first thing, big, big up. <laughs> We're going to go Simon Miller style. Big up to... Jim Cornette. Now, Jim Cornette was great on commentary. Now, I want to show you a picture of how the whole arena is set up to kind of give you that idea. And so, first of all, this is with everyone in. So, it's got that studio feel to it. So, you have a studio audience, which fill a three quarters of the screen I'm sorry, three quarters of the arena. So if you think about a normal arena and wrestling being like theatre in the round, you don't have people all the way around. You just have the corner. And then in the other corner, you have a small studio set, which um, has that retro feel to it. And so it means that it's a really intimate presentation. This is something that harkens back to those old AWA, NWA, in-studio shows. And because of that, the whole thing just has this really retro feel to it. Um, but as I said, you have commentary who kind of sit at the other side. Um, and it it just feels like a studio show. It's it, it's great. It's great. But the setup is that they have a, a small area where before and after the matches, they can have immediate interviews which look like they're in a totally different location. And so... Um, With doing that, they can do some really interesting stuff. So I wanted to kind of show you this. So there was an Eli Drake promo, which, again, looking at the promo, it looks like it's from another era. But Eli Drake was fantastic. He told a lot of the crowd that they were, you know, they were watching the premiere product. Eli Drake, coming from Impact, you can see that he is really, really, really trying to... What a up, what a up color! What a Ben's list! He really, really, really tried to. It evokes all this old, these old feelings of tradition and in the pre-roll package they had the it's still real to me damn it guy and they had him do like this impassioned promo about how this was wrestling with an all-school feel with current wrestlers and that's something that i can totally agree with i think it's the, probably the best way to kind of um, Explain this, but it just felt so right. And someone like Eli Drake, I think, really thrived in this environment. And of course, Nick Aldis does as well. Um, And the main event of this evening was Nick Aldis versus Tim Storm. Now, if you're just watching this match for the first time, you're watching this event for the first time. Maybe you won't really maybe have that much in the way of emotional investment, but This first evening, the main event of the show, we get to see some other stuff and I don't want to skip over it, but this is kind of what drew me to it. And we have Tim Storm, who is one of the previous NWA World Heavyweight Champions. He's not the youngest guy in the world. He is a grandfather, and they do this really cool video package beforehand where they talk about that. But the main event of this evening, in this hour-long show, is for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and it's Tim Storm facing off against the current champion, Nick Aldis. But There is a twist and there is an extra little wrinkle to the story because if Tim Storm loses this match, then Nick Aldis will obviously still remain champion and Tim Storm will also never be able to challenge for the nwa world heavyweight championship that 10 pounds of gold and you throughout the evening they talk about how this means so much to him this championship and it puts those stakes those high stakes that emotion and investment that wrestling can sometimes do to you and it makes the whole match just feel so much more big time even though I'm not totally familiar with everything going on NWA right now. I was still down for it. I was like, I want to watch the main event. There was this really cool interview that they did with Tim Storm where he was, and it gives this whole feeling because of the way in which it's shot, this all studio um, style shot. It just gives the whole show this feeling where it you don't know when it's come from. Kind of like the Joker, like you don't know what time this is actually set in. And Tim Storm does this amazing thing where he talks about how a philosopher talked about if you had one shot, one opportunity, he's quoting bloody Eminem and people in the crowd are like, yeah, I'm down with that because that's something that would like Jake the Snake would do, quoting like songs of the day or songs from the past and it's like tim storm is quoting eminem we find that he's like a high school teacher and like he he does other things and like this is just one of those other things that he does i was so freaking i was so excited about this match coming up and i don't want to like talk about the finish because i think that that's unfair to people who haven't seen it but a very 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 satisfying match i also got to see um this match which just kind of gives you like the way the graphics are the dawson's versus sol renauro and billy buck um that was a great tag team match i didn't know these two tag teams I I think they had a great time out there and I was really impressed. And again, it's an hour long, but it didn't feel like an hour. The ad breaks came in where they did. There was this really cool thing where they had a finish happen just as they were coming back from ad break like that was really smart and I've never seen that before so there's some really interesting elements to the presentation and also one thing that I have to talk about which is like something that like made me watch the whole show was the Austin Idol thing the Austin Idol kind of Better Call Saul advert where he talked about how he could train you to become a a better professional wrestler I was so freaking down for that like it was so it was like a revelation watching this show today um yesterday even it was so 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 good and also um eddie kingston Um, i saw a great promo with eddie kingston and it was great eddie kingston um was joined by homicide where they talked to the current nwa tag team champions and eddie kingston he's great he's a great talker really really down for it um And as I said, there was some stuff that happened at the end, which I could kind of think about maybe happening next week. Um, And there's one other person that really, really was impressed by this show. And that man was The Rock. The Rock tweeted out that he was really, really impressed with this show. And it reminded him of some of the shows that he was a part of. Back in the early territory days. So that is 605 NWA Power. Let's take you into what a thing. So what I think about all this then? Um, oh my god, like I bloody love NWA Power. I think it's um one of the one of the most one of the most different shows of the most different one of the one of the best presentations and different presentations i've seen of wrestling for a long long time this is nostalgia on top of nostalgia on top of nostalgia on top of nostalgia this is the way that you do wrestling um in the in the chat um brian talks about how this is very reminiscent of old school memphis um, wrestling and it was it was it's just and i'm really excited the way that the production was put together i i just love i'm a geek for that kind of stuff and i just loved like it had this old school sensibility to it um i could watch that every week and i probably will i'll be talking about nwa power for a lot more time and it, it it just felt it it just felt like a really old school wrestling show it just felt like one of those shows um i was really excited the whole way through It, it 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 it's brought me into the nwa bubble because there's so many other people wrestlers that i haven't had a chance to see i look at nwa power as a really good whoop like a really good um syndicated show which is going to be happening every single week where we can get to see loads of wrestlers come in in the studio times. Um, I haven't had a chance to see Alison Kay, the current NWA women's heavyweight champion, women's champion in action. And I guess we're going to get to see that. And they just have such a deep roster, such a deep roster that there's so many other things that can happen. So big congratulations to Billy Corgan. I think that this is uh, this is great. They have a television time as well which is going out and this is going to be one of those shows i think that this really evokes that sitting around with the family watching a show um it's family friendly as well there's so much room to play with angles and everything that they did on that evening they haven't even scratched the surface and the crowd well done crowd you guys were really into it as well just fantastic um if you want to watch just an hour of wrestling and you want to see something that's different and really challenges your perception of what wrestling can look like in 2019, then please go and watch NWA Power. It was really good, like it genuinely was a really good show, Um but that's just what I think, that's just what I think, oh yeah, Um but uh if we come back to here, I guess, like this, uh, if you um if if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by not doing that by not doing that by thumbs up in the video. It really helps me the algorithm. Uh, you can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. You can also do that by going to a little known website. I may have mentioned it before, and that little known website is FoulOriginal.com If you go to FoulOriginal.com, you will see my big old You See my big ol' birdfish You can go ahead and click support the channel Click support the channel, take two options There's a donate button, become a patron If you click the donate button It will take you through the PayPal donation page Once you get there, you can go ahead and say I don't know, give me $5, tick the box Say with me Give me five dollars. Take the box say it with me, everyone, and make this a monthly donation. Helps for my content on the Regzest Fan Originals weekly wrestling recap, fan originals remote wrestling, and all the other bits and bobs I do is on the internet. Um, not just these, but other things as well. And if you're listening, um, then go check out my YouTube, YouTube.com slash Fan Original Wrestling, where we do the weekly wrestling recap live every Wednesday and Sunday at 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now um, let's have a little look at what's going on in the chat. So, um, Brian Walsh, Arena was very reminiscent um, of old school Memphis wrestling. Yep. Um, Jackson Parker, are you going to watch King of Pro Wrestling? We'll have to see. I've got a lot of work going on at the moment. I'm trying. I'm trying to kind of fit with a lot of wrestling in. And Brian uh, Brian Walsh, even, Power are doing wrestling in a different way, similar to the way Lucha Underground did. Exactly. A different presentation of wrestling um, and really interesting one at that. Very interesting one at that. That kind of segues us to our second story of the day. And um, our second big story of the day is um, is this story. I mean, it's always a big story. That story is the story of Crown Jewel. So WWE Crown Jewel will be happening. Well, it's going to be happening on the 31st of October, that's Halloween, it's going to be happening on Halloween and it's going to be happening on a Thursday um, in the middle of the week on Halloween and um, yeah, let's talk about Crown Jewel. So crown jewel for those of you that don't know is the show that the wwe are contractually obligated to put on for at least 10 years um, over in the kingdom of saudi arabia a lot of the matches are matches that you would probably never see because of the amount of money that the saudi government um, and the saudi royal family have they are able to give the wwe the kind of payoff for the wrestlers that are unheard of which is why we have seen people like Shawn Michaels be involved in these matches, which is why we have seen The Undertaker come out of retirement several times specifically for it. I mean, Shawn Michaels one of the much bigger one coming out of full retirement to have that match, which happened um, at Crown Jewel. And also we have seen wrestlers such as Goldberg come out there with The Undertaker and just try to get the money And run. But um, there's someone who, of course, is very, very familiar with the money that can be paid out from Saudi Arabia, and that someone is Brock Lesnar. Now, Brock Lesnar will be going up one on one for the WWE Championship against Cain Velasquez. Who is Cain Velasquez? of Velasquez is the man who I can remember absolutely obliterated Brock Lesnar and took the UFC Heavyweight Championship championship off him in a legitimate street fight. Since that point, Cain Velasquez has come out of the MMA world and went into AAA. And during his time in AAA, him and Psycho Clown learned how to become Lucha Libre wrestlers. And Cain Velasquez has been quite impressive in his Lucha Libre the exhibition um, that he had in a match with alongside Cody Rhodes, and um, and it, it was it was great. Like he he looks like a great Lucha Libre wrestler, different to the way that Brock Lesnar came back with that Grand and Pound technique. When Brock Lesnar took the SmackDown Championship off Kofi Kingston in that almost four second squash match, which happened just two weeks ago, directly after the match. Yes, directly after the match, Kane Kane Velasquez came in, got involved, and um scared Brock Lesnar to the point at which Brock Lesnar won the championship but had to leave as he came out accompanied by Rey Mysterio. Now this yeah, this whole thing is very, very interesting because of course. That isn't the only thing that's going to be happening at Crown Jewel. No, 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 my friends, because also at Crown Jewel, Tyson Fury, a man who was also first spotted on that debut episode on Fox of SmackDown, was Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, the current lineal um box boxing heavyweight champion of the world who kind of got involved in a little bit of a scuffle with Braun Strowman. Now, Braun Strowman, on the other hand, just taunted him till now they will be having a match at Crown Jewel as well. So yes, we will be seeing the Gypsy King go up against the Monster Among Men. Now, I'm not really that familiar with either, well, with Tyson Fury as much as Cain Velasquez but I know one thing they have brought the mainstream attention that the WWE have craved in a positive fashion for a very very long time this massive massive coup by the WWE picking up Cain Velasquez for what is reported to be a several multi-year contract has garnered them over 10 million views on YouTube for the video of him turning up with Rey Mysterio that's something that you cannot ignore. Tyson Fury over here in the United Kingdom is definitely a much bigger name than Cain Velasquez. And Cain Velasquez is able to really, really represent the Latino um, population. And so this match is a big money match. And of course, Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury also kind of itches that entertainment kind of scratch that they have looking at bringing boxing and MMA into vogue again now this just seems to be vince looking to pick up some of that um some of that extra extra and yes i say it again that extra media attention that he needs from the world of the mma and boxing now I personally think this is hilarious as a lot of, as people are saying in the, in the chat, Brian, I always struggled, get excited, crown jewel, only brought Lesnar's matching tribute so far. I'm pretty intrigued by this match. Strowman has been trying to walk for about 18 months. Strowman has had nothing to do. And this definitely feels like it's come from the mind of Paul Heyman. Both of these matches are big money matches. Both of these matches would probably work better at a WrestleMania, a match and an event, and and with a match and an event that would be something the WWE would be really, really, really preaching But, of course, there is a massive problem with any show which happens in Saudi Arabia, especially a crown jewel, and that is that it's happening in Saudi Arabia. Now, a lot of wrestling fans have said that they will cancel the WWE Network for every single one of the big Saudi shows that happen. The Saudi government are very, very, very keen to have these matches happen and increase the inclusivity and tolerance that they show for some of these events which are happening. Of course, this will be a match that definitely brings in eyes. This is a match that has most definitely been bankrolled by some Saudi money extra to get those people in. I feel like this is going to be one of those events that even though there will be their proponents from the community who will say they will not watch the event, of course they'll watch the event because one of them will probably be a match where something will truly massively happen. I am very, very surprised that both of these matches are happening at Crown Jewel. They feel like matches at the WWE would truly be better to put on one of the larger scale pay-per-views. But maybe this just shows what the WWE Network Specials mean, and maybe this is just their way of really trying to push the relationship that they have with the Saudi government and make people actually watch this match and watch this show. It's very strange to see a wrestling event which has is being headlined by non-wrestlers in such a large quantity, but... This is really going to help to expand the brand, and that's something that I wanted to talk about, and that's what this Saudi show is all about. This is about expanding the WWE brand. The WWE brand up until this point has been very, very much in a bubble. It hasn't really gone out and touched any other real fandoms. The WWE have been silly to ignore the fact that there are crossover fans, and matches like this, 4 million people seeing their product on Fox, that which dropped this week a million viewers, they want to make sure that they can keep the attention and that real, real entertainment news on them, and that's why we will see more matches like this, and I don't think that this is something we should be worried about, but... There is a cautionary tale from the past. Antonio Inoki decided that it would be a good idea to have MMA wrestlers come in and just obliterate their wrestlers. And people like Cain Velasquez, people like Brock Lesnar, people like Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury especially. So if they come into this match and they are chosen not to lose, then this, all that this does is puts the wrestlers in a position where their sports entertainment is put, is not looked in the same light as these real sports. And the Tyson Fury angle's a bit stupid, as uh, you say they're Brian Walsh, but um I'm 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 very i'm very intrigued to see someone who is able to challenge brock lesnar and if cain velasquez can be involved in the company on an ongoing basis and he can be the bigger fish the bigger shark than brock lesnar um i'm all for this storyline i'm all for it and i think that it it does one thing, though. It makes people who are coming on in an MMA fashion maybe a little bit a little bit over and above the wrestlers you already have. And we could be in a situation, maybe with a Ronda Rousey situation, where people start to resent Cain Velasquez. And that could be a very bad thing if he has to be pushed as the super face. Um, but yeah, let's take you into what I think about this, because I've got much more to talk about this evening. Um... So, what I think about all this, then. Um, Cain Velasquez and Tyson Fury being involved in this match. Well, at least we know now that Cain Velasquez has signed a multi-year contract and that, of course... Cody Rhodes is looking for him as well. So anybody that is from in the community that's like, oh well, you know, Kane Velasquez shouldn't be in this. Well, if he was in AEW, people would have been quite happy as well. And I had to say, one thing, Kane Velasquez has shown that he's learned how to do freaking Lucha Libre moves. Like he is in this for the long haul, and I'd love to see a program between him and Brock Lesnar. Um, Do I think that he's going to win the WWE Championship at Crown Jewel? I kind of feel like he will if he signed a multi-year deal. But I also feel like something that um, Paul Heyman said, which is that Brock Lesnar now gets a chance to fight him in the WWE. And this may be because, because Vince really, really likes and respects Brock Lesnar. Maybe Brock says, well, I've got to go out there and kill Velasquez. And, um... Maybe this will be to get his win back from last time they fought in real life. Uh, I'm very intrigued. Very intrigued in that match. Uh, Tyson Fury, Braun Strowman. This should have been a match at WrestleMania. This is this is like Aki Bono versus Big Show. And I say that with total respect to both Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. But um, don't understand why this is happening like it doesn't like the the amount of escalation that happened for what actually went on at the episode of SmackDown doesn't feel um, proportional. The other match feels like a blood feud. That's what it feels like. Um, but I think that this is the WWE trying different things, trying new things in a way that can potentially make the product for them better. And uh, a year that they're definitely trying that real sports presentation and um, let's see what goes on at saudi arabia i'll be watching it and i'll probably be live streaming it um and check it out with me if you do um but anyway let's let's go back to the beginning with our last story of the day if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can thumbs up the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that, of course, by checking out Remote Wrestling. If you go to my Twitter, at Foul underscore Original, I do loads and loads of giveaways with Fight.tv um, on a weekly basis. If you want to check out All Elite Wrestling's Dynamite for free, go to at Foul underscore Original. Have a little look, and I'll be sending out those competitions. Also, competitions happening with, as I said, Remote Wrestling, where we delve into... What else wrestles with your remote? And um, new episodes are coming. Once I get a chance to edit them, I am just being very, very lazy and very perfectionist on them. Uh, I've got two episodes that are in the can that need to come out of the can. And they can. Um, Now, finally... Finally, 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 for the day. Well, not not totally finally, but just just one of the one of the big stories of the day, is um is this story which uh is is a mega freaking story. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. This is this is really big news, and that is the news of the latest commentator who will be joining the desk for AEW's Dark. Now, AEW's Dark is their Dark matches, which they had before and after the AEW's Dynamite shows because they don't have a live schedule. And these matches have have been quite good up until this point. And, of course, this week, we got Tayers. Tayers! The Human Suplex Machine will be on commentary for AEW and their Dark promotion. Now... Taz has been talking about for the past well past few months about potentially wanting to come back in a um, in a position as a commentator and he was looking at potentially going and people were talking about maybe him going to Smackdown and he was like I haven't really been offered but I'd love to do something Um, Taz however will be at Philadelphia when AEW's dark goes extreme and I'm really excited for this news I would love for Taz to be commentating and this is one of those things I love for Taz to have commentated on a on a Jimmy Havoc match like, that to me is, like, mind-blowingly good. Uh, And there's so many things. He's going to be there as well. Will we be hearing an announcement, potentially, that Taz will have joined the commentary team on a regular basis for AEW's Dark? Um, I don't know. But this just goes to show that there really are wrestlers out there, outside of the WWE's kind of sphere, that are really, really able to bring something back to the show and they want to and they want to like could we see Taz join AEW um I I, I don't see why not I don't see why not and I, and I think that it would be a really really good thing to happen as well I think that he definitely deserves to um deserves to join but that's Taz that's Taz and that my friends is everything for this week as I've been messing around with the format and I figured I'd try this this week. Now, there are uh, many, many, many great wrestling shows out there that I would suggest you go check out. Um, I am going to be doing the weekly wrestling recap in a different style over the next few weeks. I'm going to be trying to work out my new scheduling and how it's all going to work with the new way in which wrestling is going to be happening from really next week. Um, I, I will be live every Wednesday for AEW Dynamite and I'll be doing a quick review after that and of course I will also be presenting other bits of wrestling content but I'm working out on how we can do this and I'd like to thank everyone who's joined so far. We're at 2,850 subscribers, which is absolutely crazy. If you want to help support the channel on the podcast side, then please make sure that you you like it and you, you give it five stars on iTunes. Check search for Foul Original Podcast and also for Remote Wrestling. But on that note, I'm, I'm going to go disappear. But this has been Foul Original. Thanks for watching. See you next time and join me for the Weekly Wrestling Recap every Wednesday and Sunday. We have other segments, but this week I thought that I'd end it on this because um, we're messing with the format. Have yourself a great evening. Bye-bye, folks. Thanks for listening to the show, and if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the Podcast Ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash Wrestling for the Weekly Wrestling Recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday, live on YouTube, 8pm GMT. This has been a Foul Original Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time.